This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This is Milton Justice, and you're listening to I Don't Need an Acting Class. Today's episode is called Everything is Something. I remember saying that to an NYU class once, and I said, your parents just paid $50,000 for you to go to school this year, and you've walked away with everything is something. So the issue with this is... Okay, it goes back to the quote from Yevgeny Vakhtangov, who was an actor with Stanislavski's company. Eventually, he's, he, he taught at the Moscow Art Theater. And I've mentioned this quote before, but it really hits me because of something that happened the other day in class that, that I became very, very aware is this habit we have. His quote is, an actor at every given minute must believe in the importance of what happens on stage. And and in, in a sense, what I think he's saying is don't skip over anything. Don't skip over anything. Treat every fact and every element as if it's important. What we have a tendency to do is to take an incidental, let's say, plot point and not realize that it is actually a fact. Greg did it on his exercise when he said, I was walking down the street when I went to the bar. I'm walking down the street is a possibility of a fact of the play being turned into something that feeds you as an actor. And that's the issue. Anything can feed you. it's, It's not just an unimportant piece of plot. I don't know if I said it in class, but I said it to Greg in a session we had over the weekend I watched a class of Strasbourg's, and Strasbourg said to an actor, what is the first thing that your character sees uh, when they walk through the door? Oh, I said it in the email I sent you. So, I mean, but that's really important. This is something that Strasbourg understood, that what you see when you walk in the room tells you everything about your character. Mark Donnelly and I went to a very pretentious dinner party in San Francisco sometime in the early 70s. And they had those kind of plates that you put a plate on top of uh, sitting around the table. And so they were silver. And so Mark Donnelly looked at the silver plate, turned it over, and he went, oh, silver plate not sterling. 
I mean, and that just tells you everything you need to know about Mark Donnelly. And of course, it sounds like me as well, total snobs. So, I mean, that's, it's like, that's, uh, he also, we looked up and there was this huge chandelier um, hanging over the dining table and had a cobweb. And I looked at him and I said, ah, a mobile. I mean, you you can see it's like, I mean, do you see what you're talking about? It tells you a lot about character because of the way you respond to what it is you're looking at. So you, what you don't want to say is, I walked in the bar and I looked around and there were a bunch of guys. You, you see, you don't want that because that's giving you nothing. That's when you say to yourself, I'm doing that thing I do again where I have a fact and I'm throwing it away. And this is a place where the more specific, the bigger the payoff. I mean, that's like my favorite bumper sticker. Because if you see one guy in the bar, he can give you the whole bar. I mean, that, that's what you have to really understand. It's all there to feed you. If you throw it away... Okay, so let's go back to a definition that I keep using of acting. Acting is a lie... That sounds like it's the truth. So it's like in life, when you lie. It sound, you want it to sound like it's the truth. And so you keep building it, you keep building it, you keep building it, you keep getting more specific, and you keep more specific, and you get more specific. Every time you go back to this lie, you visualize it more. Every time you go back to this lie, it becomes more alive. It's what we call in the theater rehearsals. So what we're trying to do is build this world so that I can say with absolute conviction, I was the voice of Prince Charming in the first Disney film of Cinderella. So now I have to build that. I have to build it so I believe it. I have to build it so much, even though I know it was a long time ago and the guy is dead, that, I, that I'm thinking to myself, were you? I mean, that's, that's what you get. Now, if you throw stuff away, if you act like it's important, it's making you lie. So in, in, in the sense that when Greg says, I was walking down the street and I walked into the bar. Well, there was no street. He didn't walk down it, and then he didn't walk into the bar. So it's all a lie. Now he has set himself up to lie. And that's, that's in other words, but you can build walking down the street. You can build walking up to the bar. You can build walking in the bar in a way that you believe it. And... Coupled with that, it's not just that you believe it. It's that it feeds you. So, again, it's like, it's not enough to say, yes, but I see it. Does that make sense? It's not enough to say, yes, but I visualize the street. Yes, but I visualize the bar. It's not enough. It's got to give you something. 
The value of choices is that they give you something, that they feed you, that they make you excited. I mean, that's the value of them. So it's not just visualizing. It is visualizing in a way that it feeds you. It's not just being connected. It's how you're connected. It's not just that I was staying in a dumpy apartment in Hollywood and I see the dumpy apartment and I see that it was in Hollywood. I have to connect to the dumpy apartment in Hollywood in a way that it feeds the play that I'm in. It's a reason that I that we keep going back to. What is this play about? What is this play about? What is this play about? Who is this dude? Who is this dudette? I also want to just add this other element that came up recently in our work, which has to do with the questions that you have as an actor about your character. I don't know. These are things that I think go through your mind, you the actor. You know, keep in mind, you know more than your character knows. As soon as you say, I wonder what he felt like when he heard Walt Disney wanted him to play Prince Charming. As soon as you say, I wonder why he decided to retry that case after all those years. As soon as you start asking these questions, these are great questions. And so it hits me that in our catchphrase, your talent is in your choices, we also have to look at our choices in terms of the questions that we ask. And that the questions we ask also feed our choices. And the questions can easily start just the way that I did. I wonder what went through her mind when. Or I wonder how he came up with that. Or what made him. And a lot of questions will be questions you can't answer right away. I mean, you just can't. I always think if you're playing Anne in the Arthur Miller play, All My Sons, you come back after three years, five years, to the town where you lived and you're planning on marrying your dead fiancé's brother. And I just know if I'm playing that character, I have to know why. And I'm not going to get it right away. It's not like I come up with a question that I answer right away. That's the other thing that makes me nuts. Answering questions too quickly. So it's like I come up with a question. That's a really, really good question. But it doesn't necessarily mean I'm going to answer it right away. It's sort of like I'm not ready to answer that question just yet. I know I have to answer that question, but it's not, I'm not ready for it yet. I mean, we went through this discussion because of the character that Greg is working on, Dick Leitch. And so basically, Dick Leitch suddenly one day became political. He was a gay man from Kentucky. He moved to New York basically because he wanted to get laid. And so, and so he went, he, there was a guy who was big in the Mattachine Society, which was an early political organization in New York. And he used to go to Mattachine meetings just because he wanted to be with this guy. And then one day something happened. 
one day something happened. And by the time he went to Julius's bar and had this elaborate idea of a sip-in and a picture in the village voice, something happened. So it's a great question. What happened to him? Why did he change? So you see, all of these things are great questions. And they're great questions that help us get into the character. I mean, first of all, it gives you a change in the character. Imagine how fascinating that is. I mean, nothing is more fascinating than that. And if I can, if, if I can build it in a way that it, it affects me, it, it's fantastic. The research profoundly affects your work. So let it. I mean, the research can really lead you into depth. Now, you're going to come up with so much stuff that's not in the research. I mean, that's what's going to make it yours. So, I, I mean, that's, you know, that's really the issue here. So I, I, I think the two things that, that, that are important for us to keep in mind is that everything is important. Everything is something that gives us the possibility for our actor work. And our actor work has to do with bringing ourselves to life, bringing to life this lie that is a play. The play is a fiction, and you're going to use a lot of fictions to defictionalize the uh, fiction. So, but, but my suggestion is just be careful how many you take. I mean, I was so lazy. It's the reason I'd always say to you, cut to the chase, cut to the chase. But when Greg and I were working on walking down the street, we found something that was just fantastic. I mean, fantastic. Now, I would have gotten rid of it. I would have said, just go to the bar, just go to the bar. Forget to walk down the street. But if you take the time to make the walk down the street something, I mean, all of a sudden, it, it's like, oh, my God, that's brilliant. So my point is you can make anything something. It's how you do it. So I think, you know, I, I mean, all of it kind of pulls together. This trilogy of starting as if I know nothing. That means that I don't assume something, that I don't assume a piece of information. Um, I don't assume because I was raised on the Upper East Side of New York that I know the Upper East Side of New York. I don't assume anything. And then the third part of it is that, and it's all connected, is that I want to make sure that I approach everything as if it's an important piece of information. Whether it's walking down the street, whether it's opening the door, whether it's getting on the bus, all of it. I don't want to ever throw away anything as if it is unimportant. And I think all those things, which we approach very, very slowly, but I think all those things are part of what we have to get to.
Hi, everybody. It's Walker Vreeland. I'm the producer of I Don't Need an Acting Class with Milton Justice. Director of online media is Evan Sollers, and music is provided by David DeJuice. If you have a question or comment you'd like Milton to address on an upcoming episode, email us at questionsformilton at gmail.com. Again, that's questionsformilton at gmail.com. And if you like the podcast, please subscribe and leave a review. Thanks so much for listening.